Get others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny, it's a job, or it's something else. Now you may be crying today, but don't think that's how it's going to be when you wake up tomorrow. Not when God has jumped into the situation. Because your shepherd knows how in the midst of a bad situation to take care of his own. And somebody here can testify how when things didn't look good, God showed up and made a way out of no way even when you were in an adversarial situation. Somebody ought to be ready to talk to God. Somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face because a lot of the stuff you're asking for has already been pre-approved. It's just that in the spiritual realm, there is the attempt to block it. But if you will persevere and specifically throw it back in God's face, he'll send the help needed to break it through so that you see it revealed in the physical realm. God can wipe tears away. He can turn pain into pleasure. He can turn sadness into joy. You got a train to catch because you got a destiny to reach. And you're not going to waste any more time not living out your destiny. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture says he will raise up a standard against them. When God sees that you're falling and you're not going to make it, he swoops down out of nowhere and catches you by his grace and lifts you out of that situation. It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is that the Lord is your shepherd. He got you. And you are covered. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for stepping in and joining us today here on the kickoff hour. It is The Rick and Bubba Show, and we're live with a good time, gang. Welcome in. As we start, busy show on tap today, as always, and we enjoy you helping produce this hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Eddie Van Adler, he's here. Uh, He's got things rolling on the TV end, Uh, and uh, we've got Greg Burgess back in studio today. Uh, Helmsy's here. I'm Speedy. Good time, gang. 100%. And we uh, are excited to be with you for yet another edition here of the kickoff hour on the Rick and Bubba Show. Well, let's bring them in. I just mentioned all their names. Well, now let's bring them in and let's have some fun. Over to my right, it is Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. What's up, man? How are y'all? Y'all good? Good. What up? Glad to have you back, Greg. Nah, glad to be back. Get your mm-hmm. haircut, I see. I did. Yes, you did. I'd let it go a little bit. Oh, now. buddy. Let now, me tell you something. Let me you ask got you this. One. Shaving a haircut. Um, was it that you let it go so much, or did you get it shorter than normal? No, I let it go. So it's, it's this, the same well, size you this, always... This is my... I hadn't been this short in a while, probably since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd let it go. Is this, your, this is not your first COVID haircut. No, 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 You've no. Had, no. Oh, what, I've two had two or three. Oh, yeah, I've had mm-hmm. two or three. Now I went for a long stretch there in the beginning, yeah. and then I got some. But this one, this one's a little shorter than I have recently. Well, you're looking good. Yeah, I feel sharp. Yeah, how, nice how, head of hair, bud. How about when you just get a That's standard a haircut hair, and, and, it, look, and serious, it looks like right. something majorly happened? You know how bad you needed a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. I was, I was looking like uh, Frank DeFord again. <laughs> God rest his soul. But Frank, he was a great sports reporter, but his hair was a little much. 
<laughs> and even no, though you didn't look bad to us, to you, oh, it to you, to. it was uncomfortable. Y'all were just being, I mean, oh, like it, Rand Paul. I got to I gotta tell you, it was kind of fun. For I us. liked it, yeah. Well, you know, I, enjoy, I enjoyed every second of it. I felt especially, like it was all like Especially this. mid to late afternoon when you were kind of done That's with the I'm day. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, and it's just Christopher all Walken. I felt I like you more cowbell at some time. I felt like you meant business. Like Speedy said, especially the other day when you rubbed it, run your hand through it a ton. And you're frustrated about something. It'll be back. Shaving a haircut. It'll be back. Well, we're glad to have you back in. Uh, today, uh, take a sip. Yeah, clock and, went off. That's fun. Hey, that was good, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yesterday was just a little tease. Oh man, <laughs> That's all it was. a midweek break. <laughs> yes, if I could do that every week, it would help. Well, yeah. that goes back to what you've said, Helmsy. I, I'm telling you. I well, mean, I know you were dealing with other things. Yeah. But but what did, did you say? Sleep? Everybody rotate. Uh, well, a day every or every one of us ought <laughs> to have a four day work week. Every one of us. <laughs> what we do for a living? He's asking for a four day work I, week. Hey, listen, listen. Well, I mean, I mean. You enjoyed it, didn't you? I did, but it's embarrassing. <laughs> and look, you know what it is? Is you'll be refreshed and you'll get your productivity will go way up the next few days because you had that day. See, that's the key. That's now what listen, you're missing. I've, I've worked four day work weeks and it's awesome, but I just don't think it, it applies to this. But yeah, I, I used to, I did it for years and I and, love it. And look, the team mm, we've assembled loved here, it. the team that we continue, Rick's been in his home the last week and a half. We can do anything. Mm. With uh, four or five people, we don't need everybody here at once. <laughs> that's I think, I think, that's just I good think stuff. Huh? And we all take, we all can take. See, we've set it up technologically oh. where we can do whatever we need to do outside of here. You need to do all in on that, and and, and really, in. and and oh. really, it's funny we bring this up because I it's talking about work from home. I was reading an article this morning about a lot of CEOs are getting frustrated with the whole work from home. I don't like work, and they're from they're home. realizing that the, it sounds good and all that, but productivity. Everybody will say, "What are they going to say?" Now nah, I'm not getting my job done at home. That, but no. the numbers are starting it's to different show. State of mind. The numbers are starting to show that it's not working out for a lot of folks. I, I can yeah, say something, of, depending on what you productivity do. wise. Anyway, yeah. and, and I know you guys were for a much longer time period. What was it? A month and a half? Almost. I mean, yeah, it was a long five, time. Five, yeah. six weeks. Yeah. So yeah, y'all well, can really speak to this. For me, it was just you know about a week or so. But I, I can tell you, I liked getting dressed and going to work yeah. versus yeah. staying at home. I, I just did. I just, I just, I, I don't know. Now, if I did about it, a week into it, yeah. and then you go, man, I'm ready to get back to normal. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's yeah. some things too going on that we don't really think about, or I didn't until I started reading through what these guys have been going through. And these are large companies, uh, big time companies, and they're simply saying the interaction is the interaction between human beings at work is important. Um, when it's not scheduled, mm-hmm. so the only t- if the only time that you're interacting with folks is a nine a.m. Zoom call and a two o'clock sales meeting on Zoom, that's not the same interaction as mm-hmm. us doing our job, yeah. getting up from our desk, walking by another desk. Hey, how you doing? The, the interaction's different. And from a college standpoint, I thought this was a good point. They said it's really hard to believe that we're going to sit these college students in apartments and dorms and let them do classes on zoom and then send them to a job and expect them to have any kind of interaction with human beings yeah. as adults that makes zero sense that's true um it was a, it was an interesting read yeah but i mean even to your point let's just go but let's break it down even to the younger kids i know i've got still one in high school he is in in class but some of his friends are virtual or whatever uh and he even said because he's done both this year you know, you can say it's the same. It's not. There's yeah. nothing like being in class. Yeah, no, you know, you're right. Because with math, 
he was struggling a little bit trying to understand something. Yeah. But now that he's in class, he's like, I got it. It's you know, it's different. just totally different. Now, some do it better than others for, for you procrastinators or those that it's tough to pay attention uh, and, and you're not all in uh, and you don't like school. Virtual is really hard because yeah. now you're, boy, you got, <laughs> you, you're in trouble if you don't stay on top of it. Now, there's some kids that they, they're just focused and they get into it and they do okay with it yeah. and they still learn, you know, but it's, uh, it, if it, you're so that person, I guess it would be the same with that way with work. You can do, you know, you can do as much as you can online, but there's nothing like being in a meeting yeah. and getting yeah. things done. Not a mean, it's just a uh, not a meaningless meeting. I'm talking you get about get up, get dressed, go to work. Yeah, you know, it's a mindset. For a week or so, I really enjoyed it. I really did because mm-hmm. I felt like I was, I was instead of going to the kitchen or going to the restroom or going to get breakfast here or going to my office and knocking out something, I would go upstairs and I would knock out something at home. And I was like, okay, well, I am being more productive. But after a week of that, you're like, well, this is not the same, man. Yeah. I, I need, I need interaction with the boys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, this everybody at home thing is. is and the whole, you know, if you're saying that about productivity too, if you're saying you feel like you're producing more at home than you are at the office, better make sure those numbers are right because they're the data is coming out that you're not. Mm-hmm. And I guess in too, most cases, I guess too, it's it's what what kind of job are you doing? Yeah, you know, a, I mean, it, it yeah. depends on what you do. It does. Right. Some uh, jobs it fits it perfect, and yeah. there's jobs that, that don't. <laughs> yeah, but I I will tell you this: I won't mention his name. <laughs> He's probably listening. It's one of my Cove neighbors. Who he is having to do a lot of stuff from the house, yeah. and he's like the meetings. Oh my gosh, the meetings! He goes, I literally spend all day in meetings. That's all I do, and I and like I'm I say, just meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. He goes, I just had to get out and walk just for a second and get out of it. If I had to go to meetings online hmm. as opposed to being in it, I know me. I'm not going to pay attention <laughs> like I would if I was in it. Yeah. Not even close. <laughs> he said, You're going to have those folks on those meetings too. They're trying to show out because uh-huh. they're at home and not the office. Right. That's going to be a bit. Mm-hmm. Sure. A lot of moving, moving <laughs> factors in all this. <laughs> Just stay awake in those meetings. Sure. <laughs> sure. Don't have your mic on no, and no, be don't snoring. Fall don't do snore. that. That's don't always do bad. that. That's not. Or good. invite people in the office and y'all are yucking it up like y'all did at JSU that yeah. day. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. all about that. Hey, buddy, you broadcast. I ruined some folks' day that day. <laughs> Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life, I've been told I belong. At the end of the line. 21 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning into the kickoff hour. We're live and we thank you for being with us. 866 We Be Big is our number. Good time, gang. All in studio today. We got Eddie Van Adler, Greg Burgess, Michael Helms. I'm Speedy. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour break. As uh, we move on, uh, guys, I'm kind of in a little bit of a. I don't know. I don't really know what direction to go at the house, and just uh, I'm just going to say what what I'm you up. You got a fork in the road. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to do, and there's certain projects. I know y'all both have a guy, Greg. You've got Helmsy's guy, and Helmsy. You've I been, wish I would have never you've been told sharing anybody. Your, I was about, about to say my guy, you've been sharing your guy, and yeah. you're regretting doing that. I am. That. I am. Uh, and we're talking about handyman. Lesson learned. Yep. Uh, and. Uh, Helmsy's got a handyman that he's sharing, and now it's tough to get the handyman back. Huh? Yep. That's like a good babysitter. You don't mm-hmm. tell anybody about that. I, you know what I need? I need a new guy to create competition between the guys. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I don't have a guy. Uh, and You're not getting mine. Well, I'm not asking for your guy. 
but but there's certain jobs around the house where you go, okay, I can do that. I can attempt to do that. But then at some point you need a guy, you know? Well, I've got a situation where we have that little back porch breezeway area. And Terry – The make-out corner, we call it. Right. Well, <laughs> uh, and Terry um, – <laughs> Terry was talking about possibly extending that into the yard a little bit. And uh, she's talked about some pavers and putting those down. Yeah. Or do we want to extend it maybe with a little bit of a, a uh, the concrete slab going out a little bit and maybe have a little sit-out area where the grill can be. Yeah. Right now it's over in another area. But what, there's so many rocks underneath the oh, ground at yeah. our house. You just if you dig any, it's like Rock City, and you're like, how frustrating is this? I when I was See Rock City. Oh, hey, it's um, it's, it's broken you shovel boulder out. Oh, it's unbelievable. You know, you're trying to you get up under one, you try to pop it out, and yeah, they're just all over. Handle. Some of them aren't that big, but you would think when you hit it, it's a boulder down there. Yeah. Um, and so I'm thinking, okay, I could do uh pavers, and we're only talking maybe about a seven by 10 area it's not huge but it's not real tiny either and i don't know i don't know what i don't know what to do i, I don't know how is concrete can you lay concrete yourself or yeah. do you go to a professional do you go to a guy don't for it's a big project don't i would don't get try some, to do concrete yeah i'd get somebody yourself. else to do it okay you can bad. you can do it uh-huh. but this is one of those things you need somebody but it's almost like bad. it's yeah. almost like agree, agree. and same thing with pavers though right you don't want uneven pavers and then you got to put sand down, and then you put sand down. Then you then you put the pavers down. Then you you sprinkle the the sand. All that that, that, though, that doesn't have to be perfect. That would I think you could pull concrete. That off. Yeah, but concrete concrete's tough to get level and look smooth and to match what you're do, what you've already done. Well, but you know how when you start a project, once you start and you get off in it, you're like, well, there's no return yeah. now. I mean, so once I start shoveling and and getting going uh, there's no return and the, the I, paver deal you could do i'm telling you but it's, you it's don't, right there it's in a main area it's like you step off yeah. our back porch and so if it looks keeby i'm gonna be like oh man i think you can pull it off way. yeah i think you can pull it so off you think and go pavers well i'm thinking yeah it, you know i'm talking about like maybe I do the, that for all wood concrete if you're you're I mean, gonna do you're it. doing it yeah i'm talking about like the 16 inch big block yeah, pavers you, you know yeah. the big sure enough ones that are a couple of inch thick uh and laying them down but I've been looking because you know you can YouTube anything now oh, uh, yeah. about hey this is how you do it and they make it look so easy. They do, and, and like, trust, me, gosh, trust wish, me, it's not that easy. I know, no. and I want to go, man. I wish you were my guy. You know, yeah. it just looks so easy. Uh, but they, I see whether you got to put a like a they, they have like this this bottom layer that you put down, and it's and I don't know if it's, it's something you should do because I hear different things where you don't need it. But it's like a little bitty thin plastic yeah. sheet uh, yeah. of something. I don't know what it is. You yeah. buy it at the store. You put it down, then put sand on top of it, then put the paver down, yeah. and then you sprinkle some type of sand that with water you just sprinkle on the water, and it and it hardens like yeah. concrete. Yeah. You put it in the crack. Know. That yeah. just sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, it does. You know, and and I was gonna. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, but but you're saying that. But don't step off in the concrete no. world. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't okay. for sure. Yeah. Right. Well, that's a big area. Now listen, hey, you're going to get emails today with people saying you can pull off the concrete. Mm-hmm. But I know how you are and you like things to look like mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. And and we, if you've never done it before, you're not going to be able to pull it off the way that these professionals do it. Right. You're right. But the paver, I'm telling you, the paver thing's a different ball game. Mm-hmm. Well, Terry, at first she said, look, let's do a row or two of pavers. And I'm like, well, you can't do anything with that. 
why are we doing just two rows of pavers? And she's like, well, it keeps the dirt out. You know, the dog's running out. You can just kind of sweep it out. And it, it, that, it collects a lot of the, the, the dust and the dirt that's coming in right from the grass that meets the concrete and onto the back porch. Because we don't have, it's not lifted up. It's level with the ground and everything. I'm like, well, if we're going to do a couple of rows, let's do a couple of more to where you can actually sit out there yeah. and put like a little fire pit or something out there. So that's kind of what I'm up against. Yeah. Um, and, but I, I, I've the the better side of me is saying, don't do it. Don't yeah. you dare. Don't you put a shovel in the ground because once you do, when it goes back to this too, what kind of time frame are you looking at mm-hmm. too? Because if you can sit here and say, if I start this project and I'm done, if I'm not done for six months, then okay, mm-hmm. I'll do it when I can get to it. But yeah. if it's something you're wanting to turn around in a couple of weeks or a weekend, mm-hmm. and I, and it's the, a lot of pressure. You know how, you know how cooks. Cook's Pest Control has the Centricon system around the house, those little stations, the little green stations or whatever. There's one just outside that. And so I'm like, well, now I'm, I'd have to call them, and they'd come out, and they don't mind. I know the, I know my Centricon guy. He comes by, but he's got to move that. you know. And it's just like, man, do I go off in that, or do I just keep it like it is? Yeah. But anyway, so I, y'all have helped me a little bit I because I, like my neighbor went concrete, concrete slab because he's got a guy. And he said when he was doing his – Hey, if you ever need anything, my guy is pretty good. His guy screened in his back porch. Well, and there then, you go, right there. And then put a, a concrete slab out. But back to y'all's point, you know. it's <laughs> Concrete's not cheap these no, days. No, it's not. It's not just cheap. He little, just had, had whole, Greg just had yeah. some done. Yeah, you did, didn't you, buddy? And I got a good deal on it still. It's yeah. just, that's just what yeah. it costs. They like it right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just what it costs. There it is. I just I wish I was real handy in certain situations because a neighbor of mine, we were talking about it. He goes, "What? My last house, I did my own. It looked real good. Ooh, I know." And I looked at him like, "We're more capable." You didn't see it. He said said it looked good. I was like, "Well, I was like, I know you're my neighbor, but do you want to be my guy?" And he didn't. didn't We're more capable to do things than we think we are. Um, as far as the talent and skill Mm -hmm. set that we all have, but it's just the. We don't want to do it. It's the motivation to do it. Yeah, we you're right. I mean. You're right. I, I was I was kind of looking at the back porch, and I'm like, well, honey, we've come a long way back here. Now we can kind of hang out back here. Do we have to extend? Do we? Have I see to? things. Do I we? see things at our house all the time that I think, man, I take me an hour to do. I can knock it out, and it never gets done. I'm no, like, no. yeah, I'd rather do I'm something else. That. Yeah, and you don't want to shoot up backyard that you never finish, and it looks oh, awful. Yeah. Now everybody's stepping over it. You know? <laughs> do that, yeah. So, I won't get to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that, honey. Step oh, don't step in that <laughs> hole right there. So you know, once you start, you two years finish. later, you do. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Back 25 minutes till top of the hour. Kickoff hour is live. This portion of the show brought to you by CarShield.com. You know, seeing that check engine light turn on gives gives you some anxiety. Anxiety, doesn't it? Uh, you're going, oh no, you're kidding me. What does this mean? Uh, but having CarShield will take away all your worries. They offer a wide range of protection plans that can save you thousands for covered repairs. And trust us, that means that that check engine light is a lot less scary when it comes on if you know that CarShield has got you protected. Uh, it's uh, They have no long-term contracts or commitments. Payments uh, are flexible, and CarShield plans are customized to exactly what you need. They're, they're America's number one auto protection company. 
they uh, they let you pick out what garage you want to use. Uh, they take care of the communication. So get covered today and see why Car Shield uh, cars go farther. Uh, call one eight hundred six six five twenty one twenty. Uh, I should say 1-800-665-2157. I mentioned the code Bubba. That's going to save you 10%, or you can go online to carshield.com. The number again, 1-800-665-2157. It is hassle-free. They, uh, the, if your car breaks down uh, while you're traveling, maybe you're one of those. Uh, the choice uh, of the repair shop is still up to you, uh, and they take care of all the, the worry. Okay, So check them out, carshield.com. Mention co- promo code Bubba. That's going to save you 10%, or you can go to rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so we roll on back, and uh, we got uh, college football is easing a little bit closer. Uh, if you're listening live, today is Wednesday. That means we're one day away from UAB playing down at South Alabama. And then this weekend, uh, we got SEC football. So for a lot of you, that means that football has officially started. I see, um, yeah. I see all the flags that have uh, started uh, coming out on the Cove. Uh, I see some roll tides and some war eagles flapping oh, in the front the yard. That means it's ready. Uh, everybody's getting it like they like it uh, this coming weekend. We've got some matchups. It, you know what's what's tough is that you don't know who everybody is, uh, and because you tend to just go off the past. Yeah. Like what's who's LSU? Are they? I mean, that's a brand know, new team. They Coach O says the defense they got is un- unbelievable, but the offense is the big question mark. We don't. I don't know. We've lost well, so many. You know. Uh, who's playing? Who's opted out? Um, how about this opt out thing? Where, where, hey, I opt out, but wait a minute, I see that everybody's having fun, so, so I'm back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> how about that? Well, one? I'm, I'm. Wait a minute, I don't want to opt anymore. Yeah, so. I, I, I'm out. I, I'm out. I'm gonna actually just wait for the combine. I'm gonna do some training, so I'm out. I miss yeah. week one. I see all my buddies having fun. Hey, hey, coach, how you doing? Hey, I'm back in. Can I come back, please? Uh, so anyway, Can I play. That's there for you. So that's coming up this weekend. Saturdays will look a little bit different. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, Big Ten is supposed to crank up about a month from now. Uh, and uh, and so it'll look even different then. Uh, they're going to squeeze in eight games uh, with a conference champion uh, and apparently are in the, the playoff run. And then there's the Pac-12. When there's rumors that they're going to start late, but who knows? There's no, uh, there's no definite. Uh, so all of that starting up this weekend, so that'll look a little bit different little bit different i can't get excited about it i don't know why <clears throat> well because you keep waiting on the next week are they going to be canceled mm-hmm. are they you know well it's any sports really i hadn't really jumped into anything yeah you know uh covid19 uh as uh will be on the next best of cd from eddie van adler hey you've ruined everything uh and uh, it has ruined a lot uh when it comes to sports <clears throat> but the CDC, this uh, I, I guess uh, last Friday, they they sent out their guidelines, and Helmsy and I kind of vented on that a little bit yesterday about how they took it all back Monday and said our bad. I saw where yesterday they said you shouldn't trick or treat. Halloween is off. Dang, and you love the trick or treat. Yeah, I'm actually okay with that one. He, uh, they've discouraged <laughs> what are you do, traditional trick or treating, uh, costume mask, and and the whole nine yards. I don't under does do people not have common sense? Hey, if you want to trick or treat, trick or treat. If you don't want anybody at the house, turn the light off. Yeah. If if you don't mind somebody coming to the house, you can have a Leave contact contactless situation there. Leave the front porch light on, some candy out on a TV tray or something, and let people come and go. Or um, put your mask on and whatever. Yeah, but if you don't want to, uh, you know, <clears> trick or treat, and you don't think you should, well, then don't don't, don't go, man. don't go. Um, 
but trick or treaters, uh, you know, they hit they hit the streets. They they, um, you know, hey mom, dad, walk me around that kind of thing. And then you got some that are a little too old to be trick or treating. You know, you shouldn't be trick or treating if you're stinking or driving. You, you probably ought to shut that down. Uh, but the um, the CDC issued its uh, Halloween guidelines yesterday to help protect families and communities from COVID nineteen. Okay. And um, then they'll change it probably yeah, next week, right? You know how they do. The CDC will come out with something. They're all in. Then a few days later, they come out. Well, we ain't really quite sure about that. We kind of, but we're backing off that. Uh, right. Um, it says here they should not wear a costume mask as a replacement for their virus-related masks. Don't think that just because you have a scary mask on, or it's you know, nothing. Or, or something that that's right. going to keep you from getting COVID. That doesn't replace that. So well, try don't to think it close does. to people. Um, but people just can't think for themselves. Yeah. And 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 I'm sorry. Hey, CDC, I know, I don't know what's going on. I just, nobody takes you serious anymore because, I mean, you're changing stuff about every other week. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you can't, you hear, okay, we're going to do this, and then a week later, well, I, I don't know. Now the mask is more important than the vaccine. Mm-hmm. What? I know. No Which indoor parties either. Don't have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Helmsy, you're, I guess, the one here on staff that has kids that might be into this. Do your kids like <clears throat> Halloween? Do Braden, they- Braden does it. Um, He's out. He's fifteen. Everybody he may run. Candy. He may run around with his boys that night. Oh, yeah, give me a good excuse to, yeah, to do yeah. something like Roll that. Roll his ankle. And Caroline's in a stage where she doesn't really want to do it, mm-hmm. but she'll go because she enjoys to see her eight year old sister. Go. There you go. Yeah. And so they'll they'll team up and and do that together. I'm sure. But do you dress up as an adult and walk <laughs> with them? Um, Have y'all ever done that? No, I haven't. I, number I've, one, I don't. I've, I don't dress up. Period. I, I don't do I've costume never, parties. I've I don't only do seen that on Halloween dress up. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about on, on television when the characters are going trick or treating, the parents yeah. are dressed up. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever met a parent yeah. that's dressed up in yeah. my whole life. I'm a fuddy dud when it comes to all that. I just, I just don't. Oh, now, if, if go, my kids were still young right now, I would be using this as an excuse to not go. Yeah, I would because too. I don't want to fool yeah. with. And I'll I try go, to. Oh, kids, we ain't going this year. <laughs> but I'll, I'll find myself walking around with Maddie, and I used to use the excuse where, hey, somebody's got to be a task for the other kids to come That's by. Right. Mm-hmm. You, um, then you turn the light off, so nobody come. But now I've realized, okay, Maddie's. You know, we've talked about this. Maddie's gets getting much better parenting than the other mm-hmm. two because. We've finally figured some stuff out. We've ruined the first two, and we've we finally figured some stuff out along the way. Well, right. And so I realize <laughs> there's only a few more years for her to do this, so yeah. I'm going to hold on to those That's as tight true. as I can. Uh-huh. So, therefore, whether I want to be doing it or not, I'll be walking around with I her I do have good memories Halloween. of the kids, so. and they're all the friends in a group, and yeah. it's going trick-or-treating. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, hassle, but it's fun. It's kind of funny reading the story here, what they say you can do. Have a virtual costume contest that, that sounds fun oh Man, yeah this virtual stuff like we were talking earlier so mm-hmm. awesome anyway mm-hmm. uh yeah. activities that you should do carve a pumpkin well that's a mess yeah. I, i'm not I, into I, I hate i'm sorry pumpkins. i just not into it yeah. I, I don't and, I don't do it. and in a week they stink yeah golly yeah. they stink um so let your face starts caving in <laughs> <laughs> yeah but traditional trick-or-treating where you go up and i mean think about this Trick or treat. All right, so we grew up and we had traditions and we had stuff. I wonder if we'll look ten years from now and like our you know grandkids or something will look and go. So you, you mean you could you used to go to doors and they would give oh, you candy? that'll be banned by then. Is that uh, that's how you did yeah, it? Actually, you took other people's candy. Really? They gave it to you? Yes, oh, that's yes, amazing. We, did. we actually had human contact right. at that point, and you had to walk. 
did you really have to walk down the street? Yeah. As you know what though was funny about as devices as divisive as we're as we're getting it in society, it may not be because of the pandemic. It may be because of a civil war that's going on. That they may not be able to do that. <laughs> oh, I mean, we're laughing, but I mean oh, real hey, hey, we're close. We're close. I don't know. We we I think we got one step towards solving all the world's problems. I don't know if y'all saw it or not, yeah. but it's official. Uncle Ben's rice is changing its name to Ben's original. Well, the world so, is better. We're taking this, you know, all the negative out there. At least sure. we have seen some positive reaction here that maybe we're making, we're gaining some ground here. Because so I know, I know how many people were held back by that rice being called Uncle Ben. So I'm Uncle was you. the word that they Unk's couldn't out, stand. It's Ben's original. <laughs> now out. is somebody going to find the name Ben somehow offensive? I, I, guess I don't so. know. I, I mean, so. anybody can be named Ben, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unreal. Uh, I mean, that's a story, mighty. though. I mean, that's that's in there. But hey, to your point, headline. the world's something sharp. The world's a better place. Hey, it ain't been that way, but seventy years. Just seventy years. It's been Uncle Ben's. That's all. <laughs> and all of a sudden, seventy years later, hey, ho, ho, we got to stop this. You kidding me? You calling that rice Uncle Ben? Shh. I tell you, seventy years is enough. It's over. We're uh-huh. stomping that out. It's Ben's original. Take a sip. Gosh, won't we care about something that matters? You hear me? No. If you got time to be offended by what's on the front of a dang rice box, you got too much time on your hand. You need to go find something to do. Maybe a job. Yeah, something. Start there. Who would care? I love rice. <laughs> Who doesn't love rice? And I like Uncle Ben's brand. I'd like to have some rice love... over some Chinese food right Ooh, now. I love uh, some good rice. Especially over chicken. You like chicken, too. Oh, yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Kickoff hours live. I can't lean on the things cause broken it's gonna fade. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. I'm Speedy alongside Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Uh, Greg back with us today. Uh, got him got him a shaven haircut. Uh, and I see where Helmsy I don't are you gonna keep it going? We talk, oh, the I see. I, hair. I see. You got you a little something going there, big guy. Uh, I don't know. Huh? I felt like me. I feel like Rick's beard, and I'm not certainly comparing to what's going we'll on be here like Daddy. to what he's. But I felt like we needed a beard presence or some okay. facial hair presence, right. I should say. Uh-huh. This week in studio. No, I just, I just kind of this time of year when it gets a little cooler, I'll let it go a little mm-hmm. bit and. You know, I'll shave around the neck because I can't stand neck beard. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I hate that too. I've noticed something though that that a beard will do. It'll hide your face fat. Yeah, you know. Sorry, I, you, sorry, I'm just staring. I, at it. I, I tempt a beard every year, but it's just not a good one. Yeah, you know, you know that's really gray. It's, now. it's coming in better. really gray now. Oh, look, I, my goatee is turning white. Why don't it's you not turn even it gray. black like you used to in the pictures? <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> I was so worried about it being gray, like I looked <laughs> you old. You went black. <laughs> well, you just got to judge the color, right? I know. <laughs> he looked Hispanic. Okay. Well, you had your head shaved, so we didn't know about your red hair, and you had a black goat. <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about, you though. Got your hands in his pocket. Watch There's out. A, <laughs> I know. And for some reason, he's got a chocolate yup. Yeah. yeah. Yup, yup. Yeah, Fair life. Yup. Fair life, yup. <laughs> Screaming. Um, Man, he, you are loud today. Good. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, you're fired up. Rest. Hey. <laughs> that extra hour of sleep helps. It does. Oh, man. Um, I got a lot of extra. But hours. I've noticed, like, from, from a 42 now, so probably around 40, 39 or 40, and this will probably go on until. 
<clears throat> you're 50, 55, and you start thinning out again. Yeah, the older you get, you notice you start. If you live long enough, you'll yeah, start thinning eventually. out again. Mm-hmm. And um, but I've noticed that you know you get a little face fat, you get over forty. And I've noticed the you little, little facial hair, hair, the facial hair is kind of hiding that a little bit. <laughs> and so I realized, hey, your face don't look as fat with a little facial hair on it. Yeah. Just keep wearing it. <laughs> that was one of the reasons I was going to try to grow one. Um, Mine's not good at all. Yeah. Greg, you say that every year. And then when you let it go a little bit, we're like, hey, Greg, that actually looks good. It's, it's grown it's in. And then the enough. next day you shave it. It's yeah. not thick enough. Right. Well, people have different beards. You you can't have a everybody can't have a thick beard like Last Rick's. Last year, I kept cutting it down and keeping it stubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I may do it. See, that's what I need to do. <laughs> I need to just keep some stubble. I may cut it. I think down. I think Amanda. It's hard for Amanda to keep her hands off of me too when, when there's stubble out there. Watch she out. likes it. Yeah. Oh, rough face. Yeah. Um, Sandpaper face. <laughs> You know, 2020 has brought a lot, right? It, it, wouldn't you agree? A, a bunch. Yeah, it has brought a lot to the table. You're talking about the historic year. Jeez. Apparently, yesterday was National Singles Day. And, National and so, singles, like I'm single, I'm not married, I'm, I'm not so dating. These national days. Uh, and um, in honor I'm of that. National, shut the. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh, dating.com did a survey, and 2020 not only has a pandemic and everything else, but it has the most breakups in the last like three or four years i can see that mm. so the pandemic has brought out the worst uh in 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 you know in a relationship where you start spending more time with a person you realize hey i don't like them i think it's brought out the best too it's it's helped families get closer and realize that sports isn't everything and you spend time together and it's brought relationships closer as well but i guess if you're single and you're not married and you start spending a little bit extra time with that person you're interested in people don't like that yeah they get to see them in a different light mm-hmm. you know it so. said that they found 67% of users have admitted they went through a breakup in, in, in 2020. About yeah. Uh, it, which is higher than last year's findings at only 34% <laughs> at night. Pandemic and it said out of the told, 67% of those responding, uh, they said they, they did end the relationship in 2020. Out. Done. <clears throat> And uh, and so I just thought that was funny that not – I mean, 2020's got a list of things it's brought Boy, to the it table. Really does. And I guess breaks, breakup's one of them. It, you're right. You're right. If I'd have been at home any longer than I was, we'd have probably called hey, it Easy. She's, easy so, she's so done with me. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. Yeah. And for good reason. Yeah. I can be a handle. Right. I don't relax. Okay? Constantly moving. Mm-hmm. Constantly doing things. You don't know what kind of kick you're on. You don't. Yeah. You never know if it's going to be cleaning or or what. Yeah. I mean, I may throw something away that somebody doesn't like or <laughs> that they were saving. Y'all have seen yeah. it here. Yeah. Sure. By the oh, way, yeah. I brought my tape measure so I can measure. Greg, I'm buying us a new microwave for Christmas. That's my Christmas present, everybody. Yeah. He he he. You're buying that. a microwave. Yes, I'm wow. buying. We it. can't afford a microwave. What? Evidently, we can't. You don't like eleven that years. That, thing in there? No, I'm tired of eating out of it. I'm tired of warming my coffee up out in it. You've seen it. He announced that yesterday, Greg. That, he's, that will be my gift. And you know what it is. This is not really for y'all. It's for me. Well, I it's how, so. it's how I'm doing that. I'm <laughs> buying, it, I'm buying me, a, me I'm buying me a Christmas gift. Well, good for you. For, glad, for everybody glad, here. Glad I've noticed so. I don't use the microwave much. I've just realized that. You do use it the most. I, I do. use it a good bit myself. Yeah, Greg You'll, uses it. Adler will use it. Um, I don't. Every now and then we'll heat something up. Yeah. We used it a lot more, of course, when we had golden ticket yeah. seats and they brought food and we wanted to heat it up because it got late in the show and we're yeah. <laughs> it'd get hungry about it. I every usually don't eat my minutes. breakfast till later. <laughs> so I warm it up then and then I warm my coffee up like every other now segment. That's ridiculous. Well, that's everybody's got their I mean, style. It's already hot. 
Not really. If it sits in here for two segments and I hadn't oh, had see, anything to drink, I'll slosh it I down. Sip, yeah. sip. I like yeah, sipping. You're a sipper. I am a sipper. Yeah. Just I'll kill slosh it. it down, mister. I know you can't just throw back coffee, but <clears throat> yeah. you do sip. It's like, I like sip, the sip, sip, sip. Yeah. Sippity yeah. sip. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have <laughs> a unique situation here that I'll let the guys really break down after top of the hour. But Rick is really close to us, but he's far away. It, it, yeah, uh, yeah. I walked in this morning. I didn't know what I saw coming down the hall. There, a bunch mm-hmm. of cords and yeah. All Eddie this Van Adler mess. worked really hard uh, yesterday to make sure he was set up. Uh, so hopefully, <clears throat> the technical side of things of him zooming in uh, that will be resolved. <laughs> and it's like he's zooming in, but he's not because he's not using Zoom. Uh, we're actually using well, that, a camera we changed. have here in the building mm-hmm. uh, and a microphone, uh, and he's separated from us, but yet. He's going to be not in studio, but he's in. He, is he, he going to do that forever, or is that just? I like, think maybe just one more day. One day, one day, because I guess tomorrow. One day, well, that's a lot of work. Come on, let's day. make another week of it after all that. <laughs> I say go two more weeks. Two and, more, and evidently the kitchen can't catch COVID. <laughs> yeah, now I noticed that. <laughs> or the coffee. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, gotta have that. Gotta have that. But he's set uh, up and and ready to go, and so that'll be interesting. And and the. I will you don't want to miss the the main show and how it starts. You don't want to miss that. I will say this: I do think it's. I think it. I do personally, in my own opinion. I think it's ridiculous that he can't just come in here and do the show. Okay? I agree. I think I, we've and I was we've all agree with that. Coming in tomorrow, but I do think this. I think this is a good test for when the it next is. person gets sick. This was one of those things. I do think that. Here's the deal: when you go, well, I think we can do this. You go, well, let's just see if we can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a learning experience and it was a good challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, okay. But I'm to your point for the because it's going to happen to somebody. Yeah. Okay. I've got three right. boys and only one. Well, of them, you know, I, I'm not going to step out too much <clears throat> on my side. Uh, but it does it does bring more to the table as it far as options for us. Well, and it, this may even be a way that we can interview a guest on down the road that they can only be in here to do the interview. See what I'm saying? Oh, wow. See uh, what? Okay. Like if we have a guest on the show. <laughs> yeah. You're this not going to come in here? Well, that's what I'm saying. If if they we stink or what? why would they Greg, not? We're, we're, in a, we're in a pandemic, DA. We're we're not hands, gonna have we just a talked guest. about that. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but as, as we start re- releasing some of this stuff, Get your hands and some out of your of these pocket. guidelines, <laughs> we, it may be a case where we, we, this is a good test today. Don't, don't crap on the great experiment. Okay. I know you happy. You got your yup, chocolate, rich uh, chocolate over here. It's worth doing all this for somebody that's on the show every day, but ain't no sense doing all this for a guest. <laughs> we did. Hey, we're doing it for five for four hours today. Well, you're right yeah. about that. It's kind of like doing it for a guest. It day. really is, Greg. Uh, yeah, all right, so uh, that'll all crank up here after top of the hour break. Don't you dare miss the main show uh, because it's got a first. Uh, right? This yeah, is a first. Yeah, this this is, is a first. first. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show coming to you from different parts of the broadcast plaza and teleport. Um, we're thankful that you are here with us today. Uh, we start this hour as we have since the attack on America back on 9 11. We start with our national anthem. What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose 
broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fights or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming We're the Rick and Bubba Show. We thank you for being with us today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, is back. Uh, Helmsy, uh, Eddie Van Adler, they've been rocking the kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. Uh, the podcast archives live and archived today on YouTube. Uh, our tune-in app gets you the live stream of the Rick and Bubba Show every day, but it also gets you Rick and Bubba Best of Moments from years past. Uh, if you don't have the TuneIn app, it's absolutely free, uh, and you can grab that. Also, you can hear us uh, archive, as I said, on our podca- podcast archives. Rick and Bub University, the podcast, uh, we've got another one of those coming up this week. That's an original podcast that comes out every weekend, uh, almost most every week. And welcome back for another hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, buddy. Rick, glad to be here. Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, and glad to have you uh, back in the building, sort of, Rick, as long as you stay back there. And uh, now you're you're out tomorrow anyway, so I, I think we're all right. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you, because I, I heard the peanut gallery running through uh, all the different stuff. I, I was going to kind of lay out how this happened, because I, I guess apparently that, that narrative has not been clear. Uh, but uh, we were having some issues, obviously, uh, at home uh, to try to um, to resolve this. Today is day ten uh, for me in quarantine. Uh, our doctor said that you know we certainly could do fourteen if we wanted to. So we were trying to find something that was more reliable than what we were getting from home. Which you know the the home setup did its job. There's just uh, uh, what we need to do the show four hours a day. I think we did it as well as it could be done. Uh, but we don't really like, uh, like yesterday, losing, um, you know, the uh, uh, the co-host of the show right in the, during the primetime segment of, of the of, of the pro, of the broadcast. So uh, when you look at all the different social distancing stuff that's going on. Uh, like, for instance, when I got coffee uh, in, in the kitchen, which came under some scrutiny, uh, I wore a mask in there. Uh, I didn't interact with anybody, poured a cup of coffee, got a water, and came back. And I think the science has pretty much proven that the on-the-surface stuff uh, did not uh, – what wasn't true. Uh, if it was, I think we would have a real problem, as we said, about all the different things, doing with grocery stores and, and uh, all that. So I, I think that's a pretty low-risk situation. What you don't want – is to be sitting in close proximity of people. Terrible. 
and people be spitting and talking back and forth. Uh, and we know that Speedy, we know Charles Billingsley, we know so far apparently at our house, if someone is in a room and they stay pretty much in that room and everybody else carries on and they don't spend a lot of time uh, right in front of them, you really don't have a problem. Uh, so we thought this was a good step back uh, to get better quality, but to also keep some distance to get us through day 10. But if it works really smooth and um, and everybody would prefer that I stay here tomorrow and Friday and come back in the studio on Monday, we're now working this out to see this as a better option. So that's kind of the reason why we're, we're doing this. Uh, Adler went above and beyond what I expected him to do. Uh, the original plan was I would just be set up the same way I was at home, just in here, but he's gone far enough to even give us a much – uh, more uh, dependable, uh, uh, solid setup. So thank you, Adler, for your extra work Amen. that you put in on this. Uh, it, made, it made a huge difference. So so there, there is some logic to what we're doing, um, uh, and, and the reason why we're doing it, it, we're set up to me to go through Friday if we need to, and also if something were to go south with me during the show today, you guys are not exposed, but we have better quality. Yeah, well, you look nice. So so thank That's you. good. Yeah, and, um, and so we, we are kind of walking through some things. Now, of course – I'm totally with you. The science changes so much, as we've seen even trying to do the show this week. It's a little hard to follow, so we're working inside of the science they've told us lately. Yeah, you just have to go with the uh, the latest trend, uh, if you would. But, you know, Rick, it, it, it made me wonder if we shouldn't make plans maybe to rewire the whole broadcast plaza and teleport here. And, like, put you in one room, uh, maybe the TV room. I can be in the phone screening room. Mm. We'll put the peanut gallery and the tech room in here. And we'll move Adler into the studio and call screen and do all that in here. And then we'll all be isolated in our own rooms and just mix together. What do you think? I mean, then we're ready for the next pandemic whenever it blows yeah, through. The, 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 old sec, uh, the second wave. And, of course, I don't know why it would be beneficial, but I just want to say it, the oncoming Civil War. <laughs> right, yeah, right, right, yeah, sure. Well, but, uh, there so is that. I don't know how it, how it helps that. It just felt good to say it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so we will unpack uh, today a Wednesday Bible study. We'll be back today. I'll do it right here. Um, speaking of that, we'll be talking about uh, I've really had a very very interesting time because you know there's always there, there's always this discussion uh, if you are a person of faith a follower of Christ of course in our own country right now this thing with John MacArthur and others in California is unprecedented when you read all the things that uh, that that state government is trying to you know you can tell they're putting it on the church so that the church has no way to function is what they're trying to do right and, right. and John MacArthur read those unreasonable uh, demands of the state government and has uh, defied those uh, it's also revealed some bad theology from some other churches uh, I heard a very prominent uh, pastor was telling everybody that he saw no mandate in scripture to gather other than Hebrews chapter 10. Uh, but uh, so uh, we're also seeing some some uh, some people that are in very high places in churches saying some things that don't sound very biblical. So I'd pay attention to that too. Uh, we'll cover that before we get through First Peter as well and Second Peter. But uh, there's always this talk about government. Where where did earthly governments come from? Why did God institute them? Uh, what 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 is our role uh, in, in in times like this in election year? Uh, and we'll uh, unpack that a little bit today in the Wednesday Bible study in the history of God instituting uh, biblical history, of God instituting world governments, I think you'll find very interesting and informative today. I certainly did. Uh, So we'll we'll unpack that today. That's live on our YouTube channel at noon central time, 1 o'clock Eastern, and archived soon after. 
Rick, I want to thank everyone uh, yesterday, too, for helping uh, Betty look at names for her podcast. Uh, <laughs> I think she has decided to, to go with the suggestion from the audience, Betty Say What? Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, we appreciate that. She also has an email if you want to contact her directly, Betty at Betty Say What? <laughs> That's it. But but, but before you know, and I guess now since Betty's starting a podcast, I I feel bad now. I guess we could we can now openly promote Adler's, but I don't think he does it anymore. (laughs) Adler, you're not doing it anymore. You know, uh, with the with the baby, I I was like, all right, I'm gonna take one month off. Uh, all right, two months. All right, three months. And now I'm at six months. <laughs> you know, it, it goes back to this, and, and we'll see uh, how, how Betty does. You know, that just like what we've learned in our line of work, which uh, I think is the reason why we're still here and some aren't, there's always another show. Yes. There's always another podcast. Yes. We, uh, you know, we've had some discussions about that well, at the house. Well, we'll see how it goes. 15 minutes passed, but it was a lot of fun yesterday, and I, <laughs> yeah, cannot, I cannot wait to episode one. <laughs> oh, Rick. Oh, Rick. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Steve Ducey from the Fox and Friends program on the Fox News Channel. Hey, you're listening to Rick and Bubba. Plus, some of you hear voices in your head. That's something else. Listen to the guys on the radio. Much different, Steve, right? Uh, 21 minutes past the hour. Uh, Thanks for being with us on the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, You know the number, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll cover that. Will of Meat is back in play. Who knows uh, when it will spin again. Uh, Could happen today. Definitely will happen uh, before we wrap up and head to the weekend. Uh, we were discussing in the break, uh, as far as updating you on what's going on in the world, it looks like Trump will move forward, and we think he will announce uh, who he is nominating uh, to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the Supreme Court. Yeah, Rick, uh, the, the word we have is Saturday. Uh, he will announce that. He will uh, ask that the uh, proceedings begin immediately, which Mitch McConnell said they will, and we'll go from there. Now, um, it looks like uh, we have uh, we have at least well I think is it fifty three senators uh, Republican uh, we have the senators from Maine and Alaska saying they will not support uh, a vote as close to the election that's Collins and Mikowski Mikowski I think that's how you say it uh, we we always see some dissenting uh, views from them on stuff. Yes. Uh, Mitt Romney has said he supports moving forward, although he has not said he would uh, vote for the nominee. He said he would have to wait to see if they're qualified. Uh, I don't know that you can really count on him. He's kind of a wild card. He he seems to enjoy voting against Trump in some spectacular fashion. Uh, but there are 50 other votes that, that appear to be solid. And uh, a couple of them that they thought may have been on the fence have come out and said that they will support the nominee and whoever it is. And uh, all we need is 50 with a tie break from Pence. And uh, that will uh, that will be that. So we'll see how it's going to go. Now, there was one report that Mitch McConnell will start the proceedings, but will not ask for a final vote till after the election. I don't know where that came from i think that uh, he was trying to uh, or the report was he was trying to protect some senators who were in some close races uh but I, i'll be honest with you if you're in a close race i say you know uh l- let's know where you stand vote deal with it and and move on so uh mitch mcconnell's uh main 
objective here is to keep Republican control of the Senate. That's his priority, okay? Uh, second would be to get this nominee in. So we'll see how it all plays out. It is just politics. We've covered this. Constitution, very clear. Nowhere does it say that you're president for three years or three and a half years. You're president right up to the swearing in of the other. Is it hypocritical uh, based on previous uh, moves? Uh, yes and no, because we've had these shenanigans going on for quite a while. And in my lifetime, it all goes back to Robert Bork, who was super qualified to be on the court and just got assassinated uh, in the hearings because they thought he was going to be some kind of swing vote. But I don't understand where uh, – if and they want to talk about basic fairness – that, you know, well, this is not fair. It's not fair. Well, let me tell you what's not fair is having a Supreme Court that is basically liberal. Okay. You've had that. It's our turn. We're going to have it our way for a while. I don't think it's going to be earth shaking either way. But uh, this thing that how you, you just inherently are guaranteed that it has to be liberal is bull. And that makes me mad when I hear it, quite frankly, because that makes me want to push through a nominee that's going to give us a conservative edge. And by the way, if you're really worried about it, hey, don't don't sweat it, because most of the conservatives that go on the court end up being liberals. Yeah, that's what so I was don't gonna, don't panic. OK, yeah, I was going to say that. Hey, left. You got nothing to worry about. I know y'all never crumble. I yeah. mean, once you, never, once never. You, Rick, you can't find one time we've had a liberal go in there and they somehow that swung and 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 came over to to being a more conservative. It never happens. Every case that goes up there, I can tell you how Sotomayor and Ginsburg and all of that. I knew how they were going to vote. They didn't even have to have arguments. I knew the vote. They might as well vote when the case when the paperwork was filed. Yeah. So conservatives are all, are always willing to to change and become less conservative. Liberals never go back to to the middle or over to the right, so you're going to be fine. Even if Trump gets this in, one of them will crumble, and you'll still get the votes you need on the big stuff. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't have confidence. No matter who goes in, it is going to be uh, uh, earth shadowing, earth shaking to to change this. It may just stop a a a absolute liberal onslaught for anything goes. That's my hope. Hey, let me ask you this, Bubba. Does, I don't know when Romney's up for re-election again. Is there any indication out there or guys in y'all that may be seeing this? Is is he getting any blowback from his constituents that they don't like his um, – uh, his his attitude toward toward Trump and really he's part of these establishment Republicans that that really created Trump along with the the far far left. Do do his constituents agree with him? Like is he does he have any pressure? I guess on this vote that if it were to come out that that he got he voted against Trump just because he can't stand Trump and it cost uh, the conservatives having uh, or could cost them having uh, this nominee. Is there any indication? How do his constituents feel about him? You know I don't. I don't know. You're talking about the attitude on the ground in Utah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the old saying, all politics are local. I, I really don't know. I I get the sense that Mitt Romney is kind of the, the golden boy out there that can do no wrong. But I don't think he would be wise to vote against someone who has seven kids and who appears to be extremely family oriented uh, if it's, uh, you know, with this pick coming up who we think it's going to be. So, uh, I don't know. He, he's he's kind of a bird in that I don't understand. He wanted to be Secretary of State. Trump didn't pick him, and he immediately kind of went anti-Trump on everything. And then when he decided to run for Congress, Trump supported him, 
he appeared to be okay with that. And then as soon as he got elected, he seemed to go anti-Trump again. I, I, if that's how I remember it, I may be wrong uh, in that, but I don't know. He's, uh, he's, he's kind of a bird on all of that. So I, I don't know really how to take it. We, of course, we had to support him when he ran for president, but uh, uh, I, I don't know, Rick. I don't have a good answer to that. Maybe someone listening in Utah okay. or someone yeah. with ties to <laughs> yeah. folks in Utah could tell us. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll, those of you that are worried, those of you that think that Trump's going to put up this um, uh, woman who is a woman of character, as Bubba said, family. She's adopted children from Haiti. Uh, she um, seems to be a strong woman of faith. And you're saying, oh, my goodness, this will be great. The, the, the left can't go against her. Yes, they will. <laughs> what world are you living in? They, they, they will attack her and shred her uh, probably because of her faith. Uh, and just the fact that she is conservative in any way, shape, or form, uh, they now have deemed that to be wicked and evil. They don't see her as a solution to anything. They see her as the problem of those kinds of people standing in the way of their leftist mob rule and arc and arc. I can't say the word anarchist anarchist uh, Marxist world. And so they're going to destroy anyone. Uh, that doesn't agree with them on every single topic. So them going after her because, uh, you know, her being female, her being a good family woman, her adopting children from Haiti and and having high morals, it's not going to matter. That, that's exactly what they hate. Yeah, it's uh, – and speaking of that word, uh, and uh, how did you say it? Anarchist. anarchist. I, I got it now. Okay. I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. The uh, what, if, what if an anarchist lives at the North Pole and they're in the Arctic? Could you say oh, that? Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Good you talking about an Arctic anarchist? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You, you know what I noticed looking at the monitor? Do you want to have some fun and just tell people about what room I'm in today? I, we just, they don't know this room. This could be a new experience. Yeah, that's our yeah. conference room. Yeah. I can tell them all about it. Yeah. Uh, all that. kind of memories up there. <laughs> it's bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thanks, Coach. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Wednesday edition, if you're catching us live, thanks for being with us. And Cook's Pest Control and Centricon. i uh, got a little story coming up uh, a little bit later on. about. I, I just got to the point in this uh, quarantine, you just have to get outside. I mean, you, you just... It's just you get it gets so mundane uh, to get outside and do something. So I had a little work day yesterday, and and the Cook's Pest Control in Centricon, you know, is is uh, they they do work uh, at the farm and also at our house, and they just do an incredible job. And I needed some had run out of some stuff um, uh, down at Camp House. Uh, they came down there, delivered those, had those waiting on me uh, for me to put my, my my traps out for all of our little mice friends and and all of that. And uh, I just uh, they just they really really do a great job and i know if you're thinking right now uh maybe you just moved into a new house maybe you're thinking about I, i've got to, i've got a need for some pest control i got a problem at the house uh you know i've got i'm not real happy with who i'm using now why don't you go to cookspest.com and let them do an evaluation of your home or property and then they'll tell you the things that they see and what they think uh, should be done and then you decide if you want to use them or not there's no obligation so go to cookspest.com and if you're looking for termite protection uh they team it with centricon and that combination is the best in the business, okay? And then you can
can put them to work for you and sing like us. Looky, looky, looky. Here comes Cookie Cooks Past Contra. So, Bubba, we're doing this walk back to the main studio, and I'm in the what, walk the, back. This is this is the conference room. Now, I, I want to ask um, uh, you this or Adler. I have this wireless mic over here, and I know the signal's not great mm-hmm. that I'm that I'm talking to you guys in the break because I know if I turn around and start looking, of course, I can use this, can I? Yeah. All right. Do you see this behind me? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm now pointing. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. This, That's the Christmas gift turned around the world. <laughs> this, this is this is our conference room. And so there's old pictures and covers of magazines and things like this that are on the wall in here. This baby right here, Bubba, this is when they, the show first came to Birmingham, Alabama, right? Yes, that is correct. So Bubba and I did a photo shoot in these uh, these classic pajamas right here. Okay. Yeah, they're yes. like they're yeah. red uh, long johns, basically. <laughs> and, and my wife was still working at the time, and she came home for work, and I had that sitting right on the <laughs> dining room table. <laughs> and and she she looked at this and she said, "What in the world?" And I said, "Hey, baby, that's a that that's a magazine all over Birmingham right now." <laughs> yeah. So and then yeah. the one right behind me, I look good in that. I even turned sideways to give it a little yeah. more extra. Well, so yeah. the, the one right behind me here is is another magazine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, said, I like that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's New South magazine. So that's uh, that's the early days. Um, we're brand new to Birmingham there as well. That uh, was in that closet studio we had. Yeah, that's in the it closet was. right there. Uh, if you see right over my left shoulder. Uh, see us in Atlanta Braves mm-hmm. jerseys. Yep, that was a Turner South shoot. Turner South shoot. Uh, you see me in the big blue hat up there. That's Turner South <laughs> when we did the Dumb and Dumber routine. Mm-hmm. All the way to the, uh, the the top of your screen. Um, if you're facing your screen, your right corner. Uh, that's Bubba and I doing a cell cast broadcast out of the top of a limousine. Rick, as a matter of fact, that was the morning of the Emma Sampson broadcast. Yeah, we just we, didn't we just go around and we were, hit different places in that limo. And we, would <laughs> we did, and uh, I think if if I'm not mistaken, on that particular day, we were going uh, up on Sand Mountain to a location. And we got up there, and we didn't have any cell service right. to speak of. So we came back to Gadsden. And we just decided to park near the Emma Sampson yeah. uh, statue, and uh, that was uh, that. That was one of the mornings I almost died on the air. I remember that you, because, la- you were laying down, pulling on his pants leg. Just well, stop. yeah, because I we uh, we had a, a segment where Helium Boy would always come in, <laughs> and he was up on Sand Mountain looking for us and won't know where we were. Yes. And of course, you you were talking to him back and forth. We were trying to, and I got to laughing so hard I actually fell in the in the limo, and I I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard I was crying. You know how I get sometimes. Oh, yeah. oh I love it. And and you wouldn't let up. And Helium Boy just kept screaming, "Where are y'all? I'm up here on Sand Mountain. Where are y'all at?" And and naming locations uh-huh. that he was looking for us at, mm. and oh, I, mm. I just started punching your foot trying to get you to stop so I could breathe. It, mm. it was I almost passed out. Mm-hmm. By the way, Adler just pulled up a picture of the Emma Sampson statue, and and the finger was there. Yeah, is, is this before? Well, or before remember, the after, finger, Rick. No, you know it, it it comes and goes. You know they'll put it back on, People and somebody else it. will break it off, and all that. And I'm you know I'm, the statue's probably short timer anyway. Oh, yes. oh Emma I Sampson, just, her fingers long. Her 
our finger's going to be the least of our worries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if y'all remember the great Rick and Bubba, you know, attempt to get the finger replaced on the statue, it was called Rick and Bubba, give us the finger. Right. right. That was I a big promotion. So over that here, was a big promotion. Rick, I just pulled yeah. up on the Insta replay. Emma Sansom, the, uh, the, the whole. Oh, yeah, the, the, the song that we the did. Gosh, yeah. almighty. Right, right here, that's Bubba and I doing a photo shoot uh, for Turner South when mm-hmm. the show used to be on Turner South, which was a cable channel that is now Fox Sports, by the way. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then here, that's Bubba. Uh, we that's the optical illusion with green screen Adler. Uh, since you know that world, and that that's Bubba. And when you saw it on TV, it looks like he's floating around with balloons <laughs> to the top of him. You know, we just did the thing where the. Uh, what's that guy's name? Blaine that went up in David the balloon. Blaine? And yeah. Came yeah, this back. was an earlier story of a guy that did yeah. that in L.A. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we were LA. recreating it. Uh, as a matter of fact, Rick, if you remember, we hosted a Dumb and Dumber weekend on Turner <laughs> South. Yes, we did, and, yeah. and we did some other stories during that. And that was one of them where you put <laughs> balloons on my chair and I floated off. And that was the green screen shot for that. Yeah, that's cool. And then right here yeah. is uh, you see us doing right over there. It's it's. Um, Marvin's, yep. which is a, a hardware store, and we were one time their their um, uh, spokespeople, uh, and that's uh, that's Bub and I. And now we have a picture out in the um, uh, the office, uh, but I can't get to it because of limitations. Where we're dressed up as the superheroes for that one. This is a different one here. This is when we were dressed somewhat normal uh, for them. So those are all. Uh, and, oh, and then over here, uh, back this way, that's uh, Rick and Bubba Code. Mm-hmm. That is uh, one of those where they give you what the cover of a book looked like yeah. uh, for you to put up a little keepsake, a little memorabilia. Uh, and that's what the cover of the Rick and Bubba Code looked like. That's Mona Lisa with a dip in her mouth. <laughs> and off in the distance in that smoke right there under the word code, you just see barely faintly the number three Dale Earnhardt car. <laughs> so, uh, really Rick, did you cover the softball team oh, I, over I, there? Yeah, I was know? getting yeah. there. The softball team is here. Yeah, uh, that that that's that's like before we even had cool uniforms, right? I mean that that was early days of yep. the softball team. Uh, we're wearing nothing but station shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we went on to have some really rocking uh, uniforms, but uh, that was the early days. And I think that is a game where we were still on in Gadsden, and we came and played some kids from UAB. That may be possible. I think that's UAB back there. That's yeah. their field. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, doing a good job pointing. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> So uh, you look like, like a, a weatherman. Like a, yeah, like a weatherman. So, uh, so, so that's that's where I'm broadcasting from today. We, we come in here, baby, and this is where the decisions. But we make big decisions in here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, due to, to the COVID nineteen and uh, and the lack of meetings, we we really haven't been in that room a lot this year. No, they were saying that you were surprised. You you didn't even remember there were so many pictures on that wall because you know when things become normal to you, you kind of stop looking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. and now all of a sudden we haven't been in here in so long, and I'm in here, and now the my backdrop are those pictures that frankly we probably have all stopped looking at. <laughs> well, you know, and and uh, Kirsten McCorkle who was here for a while did the uh, decorating I'm on sure that, did a great picture. job. But you know, when I'm in the conference room, I'm usually at one end of the table, right. So I I have a side view of that. I don't get the the head on view, and you know this view is different than the one I usually have. And it it looked like there was more stuff up there than even I remembered. So that and that wall's covered, so mm-hmm. it it looks good. And it, I love the green we went with because we also called it the green room. Yeah, yeah, and, well, it had that, to be a yeah. green room. Well, it, it I'll show a, you. You, you that was a tough green you, right mm-hmm. up there, just out of camera. That's a picture of us with Kirsten right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kirsten, Kirsten. Yeah, mm-hmm. these Kirsten, Kirsten people. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. It, it gave me problem for like yeah. ten years. Her name. <laughs> should be Christy, okay? Uh, and, and, and then looking over here, what you can't see, uh, there's pictures of the Funky Bus Tour. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's some really cool crowd shots of Fat Fest. 
There's Bubba and I as the uh, Grand Marshals at Taldig Super Speedway. Oh, that's awesome. And, baby, it is packed. <laughs> There's not a seat available, uh, by the way. Picture that. There's one of us shooting the controversial uh, T-shirt launcher that's shaped like a hot dog. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you and mm-hmm. me in Rush Limbaugh's studio, by the way. Yep. How about that? On the golden EIB microphone. Mm-hmm. You're doing Dippin' Dan <laughs> yeah. on the golden EIB microphone. <laughs> and I got you laughing, I thought. I'm down. Because yeah. I am right in your ear, yeah. dude. That was, that was your payback for the Healy Boy incident. Yeah. yeah. Uh, By the way, Rush never okayed that, but uh, no, he didn't. Well, no, we were just in it. No, the engineer though came around. He 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 was skeptical to begin with, and he started having fun with us. he let us go in there and do that, and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You brought and, up. Uh, please you, don't tell Rush. You, mm-hmm. You've brought up. You know, we want to get all the wins we can get, and we've yep. had Bubba. We've had some wins, man. Yeah, man, we've tell. had some wins. Look, we've got some first downs. Nobody thought we'd ever move the ball on. Mm-hmm. I just think if we could ever get in the same room with Rush, he would like us. Mm-hmm. I, I just is that is, well, that is that delusional of you? So you're gonna you're gonna bring up a negative right mm-hmm. here after all Come that on, happiness Rick, of sorry. impression those pictures. I'm so sorry. that we've never really been able to close the gap with Rush, and that that's hurt. You know, I mean, we're we're good with Glenn Beck, we're good with Hannity, yeah. but we've never met Rush. I know we met his brother. And I think his brother liked us, David. We've had his brother on the show. Right? Yeah, David was hey, awesome. There's a positive. And uh, Kit Carson, the first one, that's great. Right. Uh, met him, and we suggested they let us fill in, and Kit didn't see it that way. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> They make Rush Limbaugh look like a moderate. Rick and Bubba. It is nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Oh, so you have to play the uh, the Rush drop coming back. Sorry about that, buddy. Well, I tell you, soft in the old Rick and Bubba wound. Uh, phone calls coming in. <laughs> Harry Murdahl taking them now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, we will go phone calls this segment and maybe into the next. That's according to how it all pans out. But you have time now to uh, go to um, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available. Line them up. Uh, and we'll start talking to you about whatever is on your mind. I got an email that's got a little bit embarrassing. Someone's asked the question, who is Harry Murdahl? <laughs> Bubba, I haven't been so disappointed in an audience since those people who didn't know who Dewey Monroe was. Well, you know, it's uh, it's our job to educate, Rick. I mean, these are these are radio legends. <clears throat> you know, one of our broadcast uh, uh, studios in the past was located in the Dewey Monroe Broadcast Center. And uh, or was it the parking lot? Something was named after Dewey Monroe, <laughs> uh, and uh, and then Harry Murdahl has been a, a phone screening legend, and we're very fortunate that he's decided to even in retirement work a little bit with us. Just glad to have him, right, Bubba? The Rush thing. Um, Look, mm. we we love Rush, fan of his for uh, many many reasons. Uh, I remember the first time I heard Rush. Uh, and I won't relive that particular mm-hmm. segment, but I, I like to pull it over. I was laughing so hard. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he was having fun, and uh, that's always appealing to me. And uh, political views, of course, lined up. By the way, I'm always amazed at the number of people <clears throat> who think that there's some kind of conservative uh, talking points that go out or hit list or Rush sends out commands for all conservative talk show hosts, what they're supposed to talk about for the day. Because I know a lot of times we will cover a topic and then Rush will cover it later in the day. Uh, but it it just happens to be that we actually feel what we're talking about. So when I see a situation, I don't have to check in with somebody yeah. to tell you how I feel about it. And neither does Rick and neither does Rush and neither does Hannity, neither does uh, Glenn Beck and all that. Even though we occasionally have a conversation with them, uh, it's uh, – you know, there's no there's no one calling the conservative uh, 
plays at the line that I'm aware of, Rick. Are you? No, if I'm not getting it, if they are, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. And I want everybody to be clear. And I realize what we've done. We need to be very careful because I know Rush is sick. Rush is alive. We're, we're not doing a tribute. No. I'll, okay. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're just. We're just. We're, we're. We're. I'm in the com in the conference room doing the show today, and we showed a picture, or I can see a picture. We didn't, we weren't able to show it uh, of us in his studio, and we hold him in high regard as far as <coughs> what he's done for radio. Uh, and we were talking about we've met a lot of the folks that are kind of uh, influences in the business, uh, influencers in the business, and they they've they've done a lot for the history of radio. And Rush Limbaugh is a person that we've never gotten to meet, and we're very disappointed by that because we think he would like us. Yeah, I mean, Rick, we, we've met presidents, and we've <laughs> never met Rush. I mean, I, know, I, I, know. I hate to put it in that context. <laughs> point. Uh, we, we, Rick, we, we were invited to the White House by President Trump directly. And uh, yeah, and yeah. We, and we met uh, George W. Bush twice. Yeah, I saw Daddy Bush uh, yeah. do do a speech one time, but I, I never met him. I wanted to meet Reagan, but never got the chance right. to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been asked, you know, we've we've done like events with Sean. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it Rush, I, I understand the, if you if you don't know us, mm-hmm. I see why you wouldn't want to mm-hmm. meet us. I got that, <laughs> but I'd love to have that opportunity. So, right, ask I, Sean. We're harmless. Okay, yeah, right. really. I mean, yeah. I, we've been to his house and had dinner. Okay, we're we're harmless. I'm going to go this. He far. even let me bring an Iranian friend. Okay, I, yeah, that, so, boy, uh, that was that, a step out. Yeah, but yeah, I'm going to go is. this far, and this is going to this is going to break your heart. That was David Nasser, by the way. <laughs> Sean will not use his influence with Rush for us. He's not quite sure he wants to be held responsible for that. I know, I know, and I understand that. And right. Rush has to be careful because everybody's no, trying to. Get right. his you know, circle. y'all bring up a good point. Not only have y'all not been able to bridge <clears> that gap between Rush, but the friends of Rush that y'all are good friends with won't even help. I know, and and I don't blame them. Well, <laughs> that that goes back to another problem that we may have. Okay, and I, we're just openly covering this today. We hadn't planned on it. Um, that when we meet some of these people who are in Here the business, <laughs> and we have a good time with them on the air, we assume we're friends. I know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we think they're friends. I know, and they act like they're our friends right. here. Yeah. But then when we call them later, sometimes they don't they don't right. act like they know right. us. They even say stay in touch if they're leaving. <clears throat> right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, and, but, then, and, and then and then we they don't stay in touch. No, right. They well don't. then the very next uh, time you talk to them on their phone, the question is how'd you get this number? <laughs> right. Right. Or or as they ramp up their career, they're doing great and they seem like they like us right. and we stay in touch. Mm-hmm. And then at some point when they really get big, we never hear from them. Right. Again. And they change their number. Right. Right. Which, you know, there's been some of those because I, I really thought yeah. we had a connection with Zach Brown. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna oh, be you're going oh, here. No, don't do that. Well, we're just, I mean, we're, we're, oh, I'm laying everything open here. Yeah. Okay? I'm just going, I'm just like the dog laying right. on his yeah. back wanting you to scratch my belly. Okay. Yeah. And right. just look uh, at me. Pitching you know? that. Um, we love Zach Brown and had a great relationship. They would come by. Greg and I worked on their air conditioner one time mm-hmm. and their generator in, in Oprah. Yeah. Their van they had. And then there was a point where Zach just disappeared and the numbers didn't work. We anymore would text. And- we would text. I wouldn't say daily. I would say maybe once we get or twice. a text during the show uh, when they yeah. were driving through. Listening. Oh, sure. And then that was time. Then and was I, that I, time the person said and, hello and it wasn't Zach. And I'm not blaming them. But no. Don't understand. Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not going, oh, they got too big. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying. Is it possible we're losers? 
and and, mm. and it was justified in them not dealing with us anymore. Gosh, uh, or I misread our relationship. Now that's there it is. <laughs> I think you've hit it. We we tend and you said it to begin with, and you've ended with the problem. We misread relationships. <laughs> How about this? We misread relationships. Mm-hmm. We do. And and on Zach, I'm going to help you a little bit on Zach. Here's what I want to believe about Zach. Zach had to change his his cell phone not because of us, but that the, their elevation to the level that they reached. There were too many people that had it, right? And, I got and we got we got wiped out with a group of other people. Well, mm-hmm. do you think? Yeah. Do you think okay. they'll maybe like coming through town one time? Yeah, well, crisscrossing the country as they do, they would call and say, "Hey, we got a new number. Here it is." Right. For some <laughs> yeah. reason, I had his phone falling in the water, and he lost it, and he had to go to the phone company. <laughs> And they, and, and they had to get a new one. He I, said, well, just go ahead and change I my number. He lost his, all his contacts and everything. Yeah. I think one of his whiner riders uh, ate it. <laughs> you, what? It was one of his dogs. He grew. Right, yeah. Hey, he look, bred. guys. What was it? Yeah. Whiner, what? Wyma Reiner? Yeah, something like that's, that. Didn't that what I say? I don't know. Wyma Reiner? That's why I, I, I asked what. I, is that not what I'm saying? I think it's Wyma Reiner. I don't know what anybody's saying. Yeah. <laughs> is it? I don't know. I know it's not what y'all <laughs> if, said. If you have a whole bunch of Wyma let me ask you this. If you have a whole <laughs> yeah, bunch of. That's different than what you said a minute ago. What did you say it was? Say I'm it not. I'm not. Just say it one more time. I'm out. Just one more time. I'm out. Say it one more time. Nope. I used to call a dachshund a dash hound, so I'm not going to. I, I'm not going no, to get in dog names. Okay, being a weenie dog person, you're actually saying it right the way the Germans say it. We're the ones that said Dotson. They say Dotson. Uh How about this? Looking back, Wineramer. This could be on me. I te- Wineramer. I text. Uh, <laughs> Rain. It says Rain. Wyma Rainer. Wyma Rainer. So that's another Wyma way of saying. Did I say that's, that right? Wineramer. No. <laughs> Rainer. Wiener Rainer. My mind, I said R A N E R. Shouldn't it be Rainer? Wiener Rainer? Oh my gosh, I'm mighty. <laughs> and I hate to ruin this whole thing. He didn't have a purebred. He combined that yep. with something else. Yep. Yeah. It's actually something beyond that. That's only part of the name. And it would fetch an axe when he threw it. Yeah. All right, your phone calls are coming up at 866 Weeby Big. And by the way, this might be on me. I'll text Zach one time saying, hey, I'm out in the audience if y'all need me. Oh, Rick. Oh, Rick and Bubba.